0: It's Fabiola Rivas, and welcome to The Fabulous Podcast. So last week, I talked about accepting our deep, darkest parts of us. And it's almost kind of scary to even say something like that, because we don't like that part of us. We hate that part of us. We don't want that part of us to be around, and that's the thing is that in order to create the life we want, happiness, wealth, whatever, we have to truly accept who we are, because that's the thing about life is that it will always show our fears, no matter what, our fears will come to life, and sometimes, People have this ability to bring out the worst crazy side of us that we have never, ever known. So that's why it's so important to know who we really are. And I'm not here saying, oh, you know, you might have killer instinct. You might steal. You might do people wrong. And that's a good thing. No, I'm only saying know who you are because you can manifest You can create the life that you want because you know who you are. And the crazy thing is that when you know who you are, no one has power over you ever. No one can control your emotions. I'm going to give you guys some real life scenarios that have happened to really prove my point. So I recently worked with a boss, 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 boss who is a yeller. Likes to yell for everything. Uh, Just something so small that can easily be fixed. Has to yell to the whole world how incapable uh, we are. How this and that. And it's just so unnecessary when we're trying to get a job done. Work is already stressful enough. And I'm just watching this person. And I just feel that this person sucked the energy out of the room. And before that person walked in, everyone was having fun. Everyone was having a good time. And then this person walks in, sees something that's wrong, and then just goes at it. And here's the thing about the field that I am in. Something will always go wrong. Something always happens. It's called Murphy's Law. What can go wrong will go wrong. It's just nature of things. And we learn to accept it. We get stressed in the moment. We try to figure it out. And life moves on. And I'm just looking at this person and thinking, okay, so they need to control the room. Clearly, they need to know that they are the ones in charge and they need to let people know this. They clearly have someone parental figure who was exactly like that, a yeller. And they felt scared by that parent. So that parent had power. So that is how they know power. So what I learned in that situation is me being me, says listen, don't take it personally, and move on. And the thing about me is when someone gets yelled at, I feel bad, did I do something wrong? Should I help? And I know that part of me. There's a part of me that needs to fix things. And it has led me to so much trouble. (laughs) So uh, what I just do is just stay in my lane and go on my business and get the mood back in. cannot let someone else dictate that. And it's out of my control. And I just got to stay in my lane. And I talk about creating your reality. So how did I... Create this person in my life well there's a side of me that can be like that when I had no control over my emotions I used to get heated real fast when someone would piss me off oh my god I will get so riled up and I'm just a loud person in general I'm just loud so when I get mad I can pretty much be really loud so now I understand my emotions are a lot And that can be very dramatic. And seeing someone like that, it's almost like, oh, that is a part of me that can be like that. But I'm not like that. And I'm not going to let you ruin my day. That is what controlling my life is. That is me creating my own opportunities. My own life is I will not allow someone else to dictate how I feel. I get to choose that. That is my choice. This person never yelled at me. And of course, they can—they cannot dare to yell at me. I'll just sit there blankly and just look at them. That's it. That's all I would do. Because again, when you start realizing why people do things, it changes your perspective in things. I understand that as we create our lives, other people are too. So opportunities and obstacles will come your way. It's just, what are you going to do about it? And knowing who you are in your own skin, knowing who what you are capable of, is the choices you make in your life that impacts your future. Because I could easily told this guy off, even though it wasn't my place. Like, he shouldn't be yelling at my boss like that. It's just rude. It's not my place. Obviously, I'll get fired uh, or maybe could cause a bigger scene. I don't know what it is that I could change in my future. But knowing that I stand on my ground, knowing that I just stay in my lane and I have respect for that. It's if this person will come at me, that'll be a different story. Obviously, I have to protect myself in that scenario. But in this scenario, I am a caring person. I love people and I would love to defend people, but it's not my place. It's not my place and it's a good lesson for me. When I am surrounded by so many people all the time is what do I do with this situation? Now, another person that I work with, uh, they like to complain about everything, about their job and they hate it and they're ready to move on to something else. And I totally get it when we need to vent, we need to let it all out. We need to get our emotions all out. That's the thing when we do that is that are we going to continue to do that? Yes, there's a difference between bottling things up and letting it all out. The question is, the things that you are complaining about, are you just going to complain about it or are you going to do something about it? So, for example, this person, they know they have to quit. They know that. And they're going to give themselves some time, like a year, to do this job and then leave. But, of course, right now they're going to complain about it. And in situations is, are you going to make the last year you doing this job the best? Or are you just going to be in this mood? Because <laughs> every day is precious. Every year keeps going. No day ends. And if we just continue to complain, 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 the same situations will always come up. Because again, you are letting the situation Control you over and over again. Sure, you can quit right away, but of course, that's going to lead you to some uh, money issues, uh, trying to get a different job. It's just what can you do in the situation to help you better for the future? It's just practice. How do you practice in the situation? Because when things annoy you, when people irritate you, where is this all coming from? This is all understanding deep darker sides of you of why does this person irritate you? Why are you mad at this person? What do you hate about this job? Obviously, because you have a crappy boss. So if you hate your situation, change it. But also there's a lesson to it. There's a reason why you're being told to move on from this. And it could be leveling up. So what do you have to leave behind in order to level up? Because that's the only way to level up, is you have to let go of what was to become something new. Now, this one is such an interesting experience that just recently happened. So someone I know, they attract a specific guy. It's a non committal guy, the one that doesn't really communicate, especially them texting, they'll text them and respond in like three days, but there is always a connection there. And I told this person, write down your ideal person, and then be that because that's what Joe Spencer has taught us: is be the person you want to fall in love with, and look at those qualities. Why do you love those qualities? So, for example, affection. Why do you want an affection person? Is it because You love affection. It's because you don't get it enough. Can you love these qualities in a way where you aren't afraid of the fear that comes with it? So this person did the online dating and went on dates and stuff. And things weren't clicking really. It was just, eh, but they weren't going to give up on love. They knew the person was out there. And then recently their ex came back. And that warm, fuzzy feeling came back. And that ex was changing and becoming that person that this person wanted them to be. But the only thing was the communication. So this person, let's call her Michelle. So Michelle's ex comes back and she feels super bubbly and amazing and has that good feeling Of love once again. Should she go back with her ex? And it looks like there could be something. Could be something there. It's possible. But the lack of communication. That is the one thing she wants. And I am all about growth. Of letting people be in their own pace. But texting is something so important to her. Whereas someone just checks in every day. And says hey how are you? hey, I'm going to work today. Hey, uh, I won't be able to talk right now because I'm going to have so much work, that kind of communication. And I would ask, why is this so important to you? It's because it just assures me that they're okay and I don't have to worry about them. That was their thing. And I always say, challenge it in a way, see how you can grow from that too. And they did. They became very comfortable in their own skin. They knew their worth. And they knew their ugly side. And they knew their best side. So they knew about this texting thing. And they knew to the outside world is bad. Somebody texting every single day. Especially in the dating phases. But to them it was very important. It was so important to them. So the ex had to go. Because... You can have this warm, fuzzy connection and awesomeness. But if they're lacking that one thing you need, it's not going to work out. Despite connection. Despite the one feeling. So she started dating again. And Michelle met someone who is exactly everything on her list. And the crazy thing is that uh, the relationship is moving fast. And she's not scared if it's gonna die fast. She's not scared if it's gonna lead to marriage. She's not scared of what's next, because she knows that she deserves an amazing love, and that is all she is going to get is amazing love. Because she knows her ugly side, she knows her best side, she knows where she needs to work on, she knows everything about her, so she doesn't need to depend it on somebody else. At the same time, this person is helping her teach new things, brand new things about love that she didn't even know, which is exciting is that feeling of learning new things in love that you didn't know. And it's just refreshing knowing that guys want commitment uh, versus non committal guys. And I always say that it's because you're ready for something, you're ready for something amazing. And it's letting go of this fear. And I'm not saying that you can't have a relationship if you're insecure. You can't have a relationship if you have fears. I mean, relationship is what helps us grow. I mean, relationships do show us our ugly truth and what we got to work on. But again, we got to understand our ugliness. And it's kind of amazing seeing this person have the love that they have always wanted and thinking about this now i started thinking about my life and how i'm working with people that i consider my mentors now and i do this with my life of writing down people of what the qualities i want so a year ago um someone said oh you should write down how you want a mentor to be. And I thought, huh, that's odd because, you know, you do that for your love life. You do that for maybe friends. But your workers, the people you work with, you think about how you want them to be. And we don't. We don't think about the importance of co-workers and our environment of that. And I wrote down, I want them to be funny, to teach me amazing things and I can learn. And crazy enough, it's exactly that. They're amazing people that I'm learning so much and we're having a good time. Obviously, we, we are serious when we need to be serious. We are fun when we need to have fun. And crazy enough, they get my work ethics. I've never seen anyone hustle harder than looking at myself in the mirror like that. Uh, all the work I'm doing with them I think, my God, they get me and they challenge me to new wave. This is how much I, I love them. One day I thought, oh, my God, I'm so tired today. And they're like, really? What time you go to bed? And I said, midnight. And they said, oh, really? Well, went to sleep at 1. And, guys, keep in mind, we had to get up at 4. <laughs> and I was just, like, ugh, dreading it of I couldn't believe it. I had to stay up all night. I was complaining, guys. I was complaining in the situation of, Oh, I hate that I have to sleep so late, just so much work. And I stopped myself and said, I'm not going to be this person. I know I can be this person. I'm not going to be this person. I love what I do and it comes with it. I am asking for this. So me complaining is not going to help a situation. And hearing their side of, oh, really? Well, went to sleep at one. It's, wow, they get me and they're challenging me to it. Obviously sleeping is good. It's very important to you. But my work ethics with them, is just equally matched. And I used to be so frustrated because I wanted to level up in life. And meeting these guys, I get that opportunity. And looking back, it all makes sense of why I didn't level up in the past and why I'm leveling up now. The knowledge I know versus the law. Lo- the knowledge I know now versus the knowledge I didn't know back then. It would have made me fail in the past. Whereas now, yes, there's some bumps on the road, but it's not bad because I know how to get back up. I know how to really keep going forward. And the bosses I have, they don't tell me how to do my job. They're like, okay, there's this, you do it. And keep in mind, our work environment is a lot. So to have time to explain to me how to do things is not the time. It's just me having to figure out. the. It's like a puzzle. The pieces are there. I just got to put it together. Me getting my handheld to do it is not a good idea. And I needed a handheld back then, but it's, I don't need that anymore. It's just give me the pieces and I'll put the puzzle together. Whereas before... I need a a guide on how to put the pieces together. And again, it's knowing myself. It's catching myself when I'm complaining. It's being aware of the fact of someone's going to make me mad. No, 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 no. Got to retrace that. Understanding my workflow, understanding my bosses. And it's insane how your tribe really does attract. And writing down your work environment, writing down the mentors you want in life, your bosses. I'm telling you, if you 100% believe they're going to come into your life, guess what? They will. It doesn't just apply to your love life. It applies to every single thing. And it's mind-blowing. I know this stuff, but seeing it into action all the time always blows my mind. It's kind of incredible. And I'm very lucky. And again, if I didn't know myself... I wouldn't be able to handle the work I do now. I challenge myself every single day. The lifestyle I live is not for everyone. I have lack of sleep. I never have time for anything. But somehow I have a social life at the same time because it's balanced. It's balancing who you are. It's balancing all around you. And of course, you're not going to live my life. But the life you want to live, it requires you to know each and every single part of you and figure out what you want to change and what you want to bring to the next level. Because it's a powerful tool to know who you are. You are going to get so far in life. You're going to understand the world in a whole new world. And you're going to get the love that you deserve. You're going to get the life that you couldn't even imagine. Because you thought it was a dream, but it's a reality. And let me know, guys. Let me know if you think this is all fluff. Or you think this is uh, all real. Let me know what happens when you start getting to know who you are. All right, guys, I will see you next time. And I hope this helps you on your journey. Bye.